now 40, and an Upper East Sider with a muscular build and a full head of hair. Uh, side note, this guy does not have a full I know, head of hair. I know, I uh, know. That, that fucking hairline, that hairline is, is running sprinting. scared. Yes. <laughs> DJ, let's address the elephant in the room. What? It's Friday. Yes. And people have been pissed all week. At whom? Um, well, first half of the week it was everybody was pissed at United. United so Airlines, we yes. we missed this um really bad. We usually luck out in terms of people being pissed over the weekend and then we get to talk about it on it's Monday and people yes. are pissed. Uh this week we did It's Monday and People Are Pissed and then wrapped up our episode and United Airlines beat the shit out of somebody. Yes, and they started kicking some ass. <laughs> yes. Power move on their part. <laughs> Beating the shit out of a doctor and dragging him off a plane uh, that, that set off that's the a, people. That's a 24 move, by the way. That's a going into CTU and saying, all right, who's somebody in power? And they're like, that guy. And they shoot him. Yes. They're like, all right, we need to get somebody off this plane. Who could save lives? It's, that's you, it's gone. Al- it's also a Negan move. We don't watch The Walking Dead anymore. Yes. But Negan went for the, for the strong guy in Rick's group. What do you think Negan's Abraham. up to right now in the show? Probably making some jokes. Mm. Uh, maybe like losing his group a little bit. Mm. Foreshadowing the end of Negan that will probably not come for another two or three years, but yes. they'll just keep playing it yeah, up for two years. They, they'll get it to the point where it's like, ooh, Negan's gonna go soon. No. Well, oh. They'll, uh, get, they'll just keep They'll keep teasing that until like the moment where they actually do kill him off. It yeah. won't be satisfying because it's two years too late. Speaking of which, um, I think that uh, Donald Trump, this, this whole thing ends with him just pulling a... Um, it ends with him just pulling a the governor. You know, when they go to... Uh, I forget where they're going. They're going to do something, and there's a little hitch in the plan. And someone's like, "Oh man, there's been a little hitch in the plan." The governor's like, "You know what?" And he just shoots he all his everybody. Yeah, he's like, "Just uh, you know what? Just fuck." This I've had enough of this. this. <laughs> I think that's what ends up happening with Trump. He's that's, like, "All right, just everybody gone." I I need to think for that's, a second. That's great. Yes, uh, um, very promising. So people have been pissed at United all week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't helped themselves at all. They no. didn't apologize. Tossing some tarantulas <laughs> on the planes too. <laughs> they. Uh, they did not apologize. They said, did they say they reaccommodated? Yeah, but it took yeah. like three days. Right. And then they, it was like four different statements. They right. were like, we reaccommodated. Right. We're really sorry for the inconvenience. Have you ever been pissed at United Airlines? Um, I get pissed at every airline. It's, you mean if you fly uh, and don't get pissed? Because you're a sports writer, you have to be pissed at No, airlines. I think that I. I don't like complain about it. It's just you, that's what you should expect because all airlines are terrible. Uh, not all of them. I don't think I've had bad experiences with JetBlue. Virgin uh, America has been like the one that I've never had a complaint about. That's the one that just shoots. That's a California one, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I've I've had issues with United, I, and I've done the "Is there anything you can do?" kind of thing. That you know, like, <laughs> all right, you're dicking me around, but make my day. And right. they do the no thing. <laughs> so they don't reaccommodate. Interesting choice of words. Yeah, that's uh, United's pretty shitty. What? Yeah. It's not the worst airline. 
No, uh, American's pretty bad. Right? That's uh, Spirit yeah. Airlines is well, the so worst airline. Spirit Airlines that doesn't that's count. A, that's, that's like, like a garbage can of. <laughs> that's like flying at three thousand feet in a garbage can. Yes, that is. That's like a, a stunt. <laughs> yes. if, if you that's fly like a, Spirit, that's like if you're depressed and just want to like take a chance. Right. You know what? You're just like you know. I'm just gonna play Russian roulette. If you're a sodomist. Yeah. You want to be fucking abused and then maybe die. Yes. Uh, is there? On Spirit Air, is there like a, oh, we might be going down moment? Or as yes. soon as something goes wrong, you're like, oh, well. There's, <laughs> there's no enjoyable part about flying Spirit Airlines. It's you show up at the airport and like there's a 79% chance that your flight gets canceled or yeah. delayed or whatever. Uh, then they charge you like $50 a bag. Yeah, they, ch- they charge like crazy for anything. For like carry-ons. They're like, oh, you have legs. <laughs> yes. Ah, yeah. Like, oh, shoes. Mm. Well, we're yeah. going to need to charge for that. Yeah, it's a twenty $21 flight, but <laughs> yes. I couldn't help but notice both of your arms. That's going to, yeah, that's, that's $11 each. So they really, really, they fuck you and abuse you before you get on the plane. And, and perhaps then, die. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's that comes when you get on the plane. Did you because see? Because there's a real like. Yeah. Most of the time, there's a. Mm, like this, not gonna is, this is going to end for me. Yeah. They um. There was something got blocked that would have allowed people to talk on their cell phones. I did see that on planes, and everyone was like, "Oh, thank God! That'd be terrible if someone sitting around you was making noise on a fucking plane." First of all, if you're on a plane, uh, bring headphones. Second of all, there's always someone making noise on a plane. I call it a fucking baby. So <laughs> maybe give adults the same fucking rights as babies to make whatever noises they want. Um, I, I actually, I, I'm, I'm against this move that's blocking that. I, I like it partially, but I know that people will abuse it, and I definitely don't want to have to sit next to somebody who's talking on their phone. Because even if you have headphones on, if you're like, if you're right. watching a movie, right. then you're going to hear that person talking. You're right, going to be like, shut the be, fuck because up. Because whenever there's not dialogue in the... Yes. It, yeah. Um, I, but you could do the thing, I've said this before, I fly in suits. Smart way to fly. So you save having to pack the suit. If you're in a suit on a cell phone, maybe talking some business... That is a great look. Everyone on the airplane is like, you know what? That guy's annoying me, but he's got work to do. So who the fuck am I with my whatever I'm fucking watching right now to be upset at Joe Business over here doing business? I already dread flying enough right now that I don't need to also have to worry about sitting next to the asshole who talks on his on his phone the entire flight. Um, So I'm I'm for the block. But like, is it possible to talk on a cell phone if you wanted to now? Like, would they have to, ins- like, if they were to allow this to happen, would they have to, like, install something in the plane that allows you to make a call? Oh, yeah, probably. Okay, because I know, like, you're supposed to stick your pl- your phone in airplane mode, and yeah. obviously you can't make calls from that. And so I was just, like, kind of curious. You can turn it on and get a little Wi-Fi yeah. uh, when you're on the, right. the plane. But uh, I think Wi-Fi works when you're still in airplane mode. Airplane mode just turns off the cellular. I don't think anybody knows. Um, <laughs> you know what? I bet people would say a lot if they were if you could talk on the phone on airplanes. You they would say a lot. Yeah, you know what they would say a lot. What? I'm actually on a flight right now. Yes, they would say that a lot, even if it is not necessary. Someone could call and be like, "Hey, um, know you're out of the office for a few days, but just want to make sure that you send out the uh, the Blackburn file." 
And then I would say, oh, well, actually, I'm on a, I'm on a flight right now. But yes. yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yes, I did. Um, yeah, I'm just in the air. Yes. And uh, maybe you'd riff on that for a few minutes. <laughs> you, know, you know what else they'd say a lot? What? I love you. Oh, yeah. Every, at the end of every phone conversation, when you're on a plane, you have to ask yourself, is this a... Because yeah. if it's even like a French person, like if you, if you called me and you were like, hey, how's the flight going? Be like, it's great. Now I have to tell Pete I love him. Because <laughs> That's right. I can't... I'm a, we, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but like I'm a big... You're a big last a, words guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big like, oh man, I got I to gotta put this in writing. Yeah. Unless this, this fucking metal tube that's going to be... 3,000 feet in the air. Yeah. Or is it 3,000 feet? 5,000 feet? Uh, it's 6,000 feet? Dozens of feet. Okay, it whatever. Feet uh, if, if that metal tube goes down, yeah. this is what's going to be in, in writing. Um, before, when we went to Lollapalooza, I sent out kind of a ballsy one. It was, it was calling my shot, and it was also a cool, if he dies, then what a cool guy he was. <laughs> it was, uh, we coming for you, Lala, and it was like me and Brian all hyped up, and we did this thing where our faces were normal, and then we made we went from normal to super excited. <laughs> and if we died, it would have been sad because they would have said, uh, "Those wrong. guys know how to party." Yeah, <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong. You didn't usual, make it, DJ. You were not going to Lollapalooza. You were going to your death. Um, but people would say, "Man, look at that guy in a, what looks like a fun T-shirt. It looks it, there's two hands on it, making some sort of gestures." It's around the jewel shirt. Mm-hmm. I think you got that. I did. Um, and it looks like he's got a fun friend with him. But that guy lived some sort of life. <laughs> Again, wrong. But still, <laughs> you wouldn't say that. You it's all about impressions. Exactly. You would not uh, talk ill of the dead that way. Uh, you know who else is pissed? Who? Hot women. Because, <laughs> because this guy won't date him anymore. Some guy won't date <laughs> some him guy, anymore. Some fucking 40-year-old guy who doesn't know how to smile. Is won't just won't date him anymore. Is there anyone? And every, everyone's seen the story by now. It's the New York Post story that is titled "Why I Won't Date Hot Women Anymore," which is hilarious because they like they interview multiple people for this piece, and none of whom inc- are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> right? And uh, also, like, there's a woman. There's a woman that they talk to in this this article. What did she say? I, I may have. She says that she believes she's like a nine or a ten, and she won't date. Uh, like really hot guys. Oh no, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, vain. she was. It's like this, this like hot chickadee in her twenties yeah. uh, was dating hot guys. But here's the thing: now she's not dating hot guys. Here's the thing I've found, um, and this is going to be boring. Everyone has their their types or whatever that changes a million times throughout your life, mm. and you think that you have a type, and then. You end up liking somebody who's different from that, and then somebody always remarks, "Wow, interesting that you that you date her, considering that she's not XXXX. And you're like, "Oh, I completely forgot about that. That that was even a, a fucking thing." I've never had like a type, right? So that doesn't apply to me. Here's the thing: we're gonna be this is gonna be a little uh, little R-rated, okay? So just <laughs> just go with us here. <laughs> I think that we would both agree as fellows. We go for girls. That um, we like, yes, correct. That's a that's a big thing for me. Yeah, <laughs> be likable. Yeah, I mean, like these people, the people in this article are so fucking superficial. superficial. Yeah. yeah, it's like this dude only dates models. Well, then you're a fucking douchebag, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, I mean, they can be the most fucking gorgeous person in the world, 
and if you've got no sort of connection with them, then you have no connection with them. But to put that at, well, I guess models suck. It's like, <laughs> no, dude, you fucking narrowed down the group of people you're willing to. I mean, if, say you only liked blondes, all right? Yeah. Then it's like, all right. So what if, uh, what if there's a really great brunette? What if there's a really great redhead that this person would connect with really well and they'd be compatible in all the different ways you want to be compatible? Because he's only dating blondes, um, he's missing out on these people. But that's like cutting the group in half or a third. Yeah. By saying only fucking models who are in their early 20s, then you've got – you're only taking 5% of the people. And then when one of them doesn't work out, and you're then, like, oh, And then complaining that they, that they suck. <laughs> Hashtag model problems. Right. No, that's you – only dating the smallest fucking portion of people. And he's only dating the models that are dumb enough to date him. That's the, true. The You've clear also, asshole. Right. The clear douchebag asshole. All right. So what percentage of women in New York City are models in their early 20s? I apologize already. We're going to get this number incredibly wrong. And people are going to hear that this and be like, what fucking dumbasses? I was going to say 5% of people. It's got to be like 0.05, right? Probably. Let's yeah. just say like there's a, hun- a lot of people are uh, babies, <laughs> right? Let's just say that it's a hundred people. Okay, a nice round number. Okay, there's it's definitely more. Obviously. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah, just saying oh, so- for the sake of percentages, yes, yes. there's a hundred people. Okay. Uh, and then what? Like two of them. I was gonna say at best two of them are models in their early 20s. Yes. And this, yes. Um, and this guy is hoping that one of them will date him. One of them, yes, one of them will date him. And not suck. And then from there, right, um, have similar interests, uh, be a nice person, <laughs> right? be compatible with him, all of these fucking things that, I mean, Jesus. It's, it's amazing, too, because... He the the article is I will not date hot women anymore. So that's the and, thing that now he's fucking swearing off these people. That's right. not the issue. He's not saying I'm not dating models anymore. Right. That's okay, oh, sure. Yeah, like yeah. like but I mean even then it's still like I'm sure there's models out there that are fucking cool and smart. Yes, it's almost as if every person in the world is it's fucking different. different. Yeah. Yes. Uh so the fact that he was like, I'm not dating hot women anymore. And then like three paragraphs into the article, there is it says that he's engaged to a woman yes. who he is called quote unquote merely hot. Mere yeah, no, merely beautiful. Mere, merely beautiful. Yes. Merely beautiful. And she's a very good looking woman. And uh here's a little secret about the, her. She's a hot woman. Yes. She's exactly. definitely a hot woman. Right. He just fucking decided that. I, is he saying that only models are hot? Because if so, he and I would not get along. Definitely not at all. Uh, so let's just let's take a a, a read into this. This okay. is the opening. Um, when it came to dating in New York as a thirty-something executive in private equity, Dan Rock Rock just kind? call him Dan Bacon. That's who it <laughs> Dan is. Dan Bacon. Dan Bacon had no problem snagging the city's most beautiful women. Ooh, nice, nice man, nice Dan. Uh, I could have, I could have anyone I wanted," said Dan Bacon. Now forty, <laughs> What's the best a, part? <laughs> now forty, and an Upper East Sider with a muscular build and a full head of hair. Uh, side note: 
this guy does not have a full I know, head of hair. I know. Uh, that that fucking hairline, that hairline is, is running scared. Yes. <laughs> uh, I met some nice people, but realistically, I went for the hottest girl you could find. Guy stuff. <laughs> this guy sucks. You know what? Tough to date hot women when you're eating all those wings. Am I right, buddy? <laughs> And all right, let's go we, in the kitchen. Let's call not, your mom. Let's not glaze over this part. The featured image in the article is this dude sitting, man spreading on a bar on a bar stool, holding an angry orchard. Yes. So, uh, someone, uh, a untouchable pointed this out. It's in front of a bar. Yes. So all the alcohol in the world is open to him, and he's like, mm-hmm. there is like a hundred liquor bottles behind him. Yes. Maybe. 20 to 25 taps, yeah. and he's drinking Angry Orchard. Also, uh, let's do a fun little thing called uh, pick this guy apart since we're being, since apparently we've entered the superficial zone. Uh, this guy's not that hot. He's not. He's got a terrible smile. He, That's the fucking aw- picture they went with. Awful smile. Like, really, you can tell he's got like a weird presence. Like, yeah. he does not look comfortable in this picture. Right. He's got like an awkward double chin going on. Yeah. Like, he, for an older 40, 40 year old guy, like, he's probably in above average category, but yeah. he's not hot. He's not like have any girl in the room that. That he desires. Can I tell you the difference between me and this guy right now, just looking at him, from a confidence standpoint? So my conf, I'm, I have confidence in very, very different ways. Generally, let's use the word depressed. But <laughs> this guy just bought that shirt that he's wearing right oh, yeah. now for this shoot, yep. and he is wondering, is this shirt okay? I can fucking, t- I just, I've seen people do this before. I've seen people come into, whether it's like at a wedding or something, they, they've got a new shirt, they put it on. If I buy a shirt for something, I feel like a fucking million bucks. <laughs> it's, that's a good, good little fun confidence boost for me. Yeah. Fellas, try it sometimes, It but it can have one of two uh, results, you know? You can end up like this guy who's sitting there in a shirt that he just bought and he's very unsure of so should he's, I... he's not comfortable with it. Yes, he's not... There's he, no comfort factor there. So it's he doesn't a new know experience. if he can pull everything off. Right. I mean, this guy's overcompensating throughout this article for a million oh, yeah. things anyway, but watching... Serious self-esteem this picture, issues. I am fucking sure of it. Just don't ask how I know. I'm fucking sure of it. This guy bought this shirt for <laughs> this shoot, and he's not sure if he should have maybe worn a different shirt. Serious self-esteem issues with this guy. Like yes. he he dates he dates he looks for the hottest woman so that he could feel good uh, good about himself and feel good about the way that he's selling himself. Yes, rather than like dating somebody who he thinks is good for him. I fucking lo- I bet. Do you think that it was on the post or on this guy that they went with this picture because he can't look at that and say that's a nice smile. I don't think I don't think any of this is on the post. Like. I don't know. I mean, they int- they put this guy in our lives. Yeah, so. but like this dude, like this is trying to sell this guy as like he's a fucking hunk. Like, look at the right. opening look line. At this catch. Look at the opening line of the article. When it came to dating in New York as a thirty-something executive in private equity, Dan Rock and I had no problem snagging the city's most beautiful women. Like, there's no way anybody can hang out with that guy for fucking an an hour and want to say anything good about that guy. Right? If <clears throat> If one of my friends started dating this guy, I would. It would be the thing where all of the other friends are like, "Do we have to say something?" To like, so I feel like so this like is... he's got a bad feeling about this fucking guy. He's a fucking dork. First of all, I feel like this is like paid content. Like this dude is that insecure to which like he gave the post a, a sum of money and was like, "Write about how how I how I'm not dating hot women anymore." Well, this is a super super 
I mean, this worked for the New York Post. This is, let's look at <clears throat> the most popular stories on New York Post right now. Uh, number one, why I won't date hot women anymore. Number two, uh, report reveals decades of sexual abuse at elite boarding school. Now, number one is 77,819, whatever they're using to measure. I'm assuming uniques. Yeah, you would think it would be more than that. But anyway, so that's number one. Number three. With 25,177, so a like fucking triple. third of yeah. this, North Korea blasts aggressive <laughs> Trump Jesus. amid reports of preemptive strike. North Korea is how the fucking world ends, man. Three North Korea time, and Trump are how the world ends. Three times as many people are interested in this fucking asshole then, not dating hot women like a than little, like, maybe the world the end ending. Of the world. <laughs> yes. yes. So that again, that shows where the fuck we are. You know so, who would eat this this situation up right now? Who? Father John Misty. Oh yes. He's all about how entertainment and comedy is where it was during his rant, right? He's doing uh we're all going, look over here, don't look at this <laughs> yes. shit. That's and we're willfully doing it. That's Josh would Josh would eat so, this the fuck up. It goes on. Uh he spent the better part of his thirties going on up to three dates a week courting twenty something blonde models but eventually realized that dating the prettiest young things had its drawbacks. He found them flighty, selfish, and vapid. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, beautiful women who get a fair amount of attention Unlike get himself. full of themselves. Definitely not like Dan Bacon here. He's yeah. not full of himself at all. Uh, eventually, I was dreading getting dinner with them because they couldn't carry a conversation. Uh, so it just like it goes on, on and on about how like, Beautiful people are like less in, less likely to be interested in cultural things and uh, have advanced degrees. Yeah, at, like oh my god. Also, another like, quick knock on this guy. Uh, maybe stop going on three dinner dates yeah, a week. No shit. Uh, that's uh, get a life. Do some <laughs> right. other cool shit. Do take them to do other stuff. Also, uh, pro tip: ugly people suck too. Yes. Oh yeah, you're gonna find that. Yeah. Yes, you're gonna find again. Again, this dude isn't dating ugly people. So everybody, I don't feel that we need to explain this. Every group of people has their good people, their bad people, their funny people, their silly people, their hot. Like, everybody knows this except for apparently this This guy guy. and the person who is like, I'd love to tell your story because (laughs) it's a fucking terrible story. Uh, How often do you think this guy slips into conversations with people that he used to date models? Like, oh. e- even his fiance, I bet he drops it on her all the time. Like, I used to date models, but you're so much better. Right. He's like, oh, man, nobody compares to you. I'm Not so even I'm the so two to three models I would I, go to dinner with I'm every I'm so week. glad that I stopped dating two to three models every week. And settled for you. Right. Uh, this guy, even without this rule, he says on the phone that he's on a flight. Yeah, for right, sure. Like right, yeah. He does that right now without this being a rule. They're like, you may now turn on your cellular devices. And he tries to make a call. And he's <laughs> like, help, this fucking phone isn't working. I, if this is going through, uh, I'm in the air right now, but just wanted to say, and then he goes on with his Also, if thing. this guy exclusively dated blonde models throughout his, uh, his why did it say, his 30s? Yeah. There's not enough models, blonde models, and I don't even care if it's New York City, to go on two to three dinner dates a week if right. they're separate women. Yes, exactly. If he's just like turning them the yeah. hell over. Yeah. Uh, I think this guy's had like two long term relationships, and that's, that's, and he's right. making up to be like, ah, oh, man, uh, different model, different day. <laughs> you know how it is, fellas. Oh, God. So, yeah, that was, uh, it's, it's Friday, and people have been pissed about that this week. 
Um, this guy doesn't deserve to find love. He He's definitely such does a not. Fucking idiot. <laughs> he does definitely. He does not. He does not deserve to find happiness. Right. Yeah. Like I don't like the idea that he is. You know, some people are just like satisfied with certain things in life. I mean, like we don't work uh, traditional jobs, and you look at people. You can look at some people who have really, really boring jobs that you're like, how do they just do that same thing every fucking day and be happy with it? But they are. Yeah. Like, I'm jealous of that. Like, I'm jealous of what I perceive to be um, this, not like less goals or whatever, but just kind of being okay with, uh, I'm doing something that I've been doing for five six seven eight years and i can do it in my sleep but whatever i'm happy doing it and that's that's good enough for me i look at that and i'm jealous of those people that i'm like fuck man seems that you've got peace of mind i'm jealous of how dumb this fucking guy (laughs) is that he's at a point right now where his dumbass brain has found somebody that's like that is connecting with that but there's zero percent chance that this lasts true but i just kind of want to observe this guy because i know He's, he seems like the most basic fucking asshole yeah. in the world. He proposed in Central Park. Mm. Like, this dude has no originality or no fucking, like, yeah. substance to him at all. He just... So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm jealous of being able to be as dumb as him because then if anything decent comes along, your brain is kind of maxed out and you're like, oh, okay, that's it. <laughs> yes. This fucking guy. Uh, I, I love the qu- I love the quote. Uh, so this is the last part that I'll pick out. But um, so he, they're talking about his fiance. He says he loves that he proposed to her last May in Central Park. He loves that Carly isn't like the swimsuit models that he used to go for. Uh, so not only we didn't even point this out, but like he not only dated models, but swimsuit Ooh, models, swimsuit models in New York. Really great there. So uh, she's a softer beauty, someone you can take home and cuddle with, and she's very elegant. Dan Bacon says, and she and she's five foot two, so she can't be a runway model. I, I love that line. <laughs> even so, if she tried, I love I love that he just went for a girl. Her that, genetic that, failure. That, even if she wanted to be, yeah. she couldn't. So I'm in the clear. Is, how many times a day do you think this guy says the word model? Like, oh my this god, this guy says model a couple times an hour. Models yes. a lot. This uh, guy's just telling his wife is or his fiance about models. He's telling models about you know I, he crosses a model on the street and he stops her and goes. In another life, yes, something like that. Uh, if if I takes was, me back, if I was five years younger, I'd take you on one dinner date and then be disappointed, right? <laughs> and she's probably like, uh, "Excuse, I'm I'm going to class right now. I'm just a tall woman, you fucking shallow dickhead." Uh, so yeah, that's that's that. Yeah. Um, let's do reviews. Let's do reviews. We've got a couple. Um, this has been a. Uh, this has been the last couple of weeks. I've been ramp. They've been ramping up my uh, usage on the television. So I've been doing more stuff with my guy Mike Felger, and we generally argue because I'm a big. Uh, I'm a. This is what the podcast is. People do something dumb, say something dumb, and we say, "Hey, that's dumb. That's dumb." So I'm basically kind of the foil to this guy. He's the in Boston. He's kind of the the head honcho. 
gives all the the hot takes, and he's a great guy. Get along with him, great. But uh, whenever we do stuff together, it's just us yelling at each other. So um, that explains what this review is for people who aren't from Boston and or don't give a shit about my work. Uh, it's uh, Felger adjusts his scale. After two critically acclaimed episodes where the boys finally try acid with Father John Misty and Hyam stops by as Pete wheels the hot one's number. Who's the hot one? I think Estee's probably considered the hot one. Uh, uh, Danielle for me. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Danielle. Yeah, love her. Uh, the bad boys are podcasting. Uh, in parentheses, fuck off PMT. We don't endorse that. Decide to bring the show back home by bringing out Bean's fellow employee Felger to pop his brunch cherry. A balls to the walls episode where Felger fell on his anti-Corsi sword by getting a tat of that phrase on the inside of his lip. And he finally admits to his guilty pleasure of acting like an old man to a younger audience. So that that's kind of what Felger does. The climax came when after the boys explained the Kinsey scale to Felger, he admits to probably being a two on the scale because of the schoolgirl crush he holds on Bean himself and that he simply quote plays hard to get truly an awe-inspiring episode that can never be topped as it reached out to the masses of the world and brought world peace merry christmas gorms uh so this is why i love felger if he were here for this he would just he'd be crawling out of his skin just like what are we doing what are are we we going to get to something are we going to talk about something (laughs) he would have got two lines into that and just been completely over it right so felger's a big uh let's not waste any second and he's said that he doesn't like podcasts i actually i pitched this to my work because we work for the same place i want to do a podcast even if it was once every other week and it was 10 minutes long i wanted to do a podcast called the dj bean show with mike felger because (laughs) Felger hates podcasts. He says it's what do you say? He says it's just like two guys masturbating. That's pretty which accurate. Which is what a fucking podcast yep. is. But we like that. Yeah. Uh, he hates that. He's a very big. Uh, we got to hit the brakes. We got. We're gonna spend five seconds on this. We're gonna make oh, every that's second the count. Worst. And but but he's great at that's it. That's why he's so good because all of his shows pack such a fucking punch. I know. And he delivers awesome stuff. I mean, he knows hockey. He uses it for evil. For sure, but uh, I fucking love the guy. But I think it'll be really, really funny. People have asked if we could get him on brunch, and there's, there's I, I promise, there's no way he would do it. He would, he would rather do anything else. Uh, so this second review is m- more concise. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. joins the bad boys and their best friend Randy Havens, and promptly kicks their asses and crushes a twelve pack. Uh, there's that- more. It's more likely that Cuba Gooding Jr. crushes like a couple pills of oxy and a 36 pack right yes he's yeah cuba Gooding jr fucks with oxy yeah sure <laughs> that guy he he has a bag of pills that you're not quite sure what the pills are but you know that you're not going to take them unless they're zyrtec shout zyrtec um i just got an alert from Ticketmaster on my phone that get your moo tickets on sale today what she's playing at the kiss concert in mansfield mass i don't think that i want to go to that Fuck. That is so she she'll have like a twenty five minute set, and I don't want to deal with all the fucking other shit at the Kiss concert. What if we can get a? uh, uh, Let's look up this. No, not fucking Kiss the band. Of course, we would go to that. Um, Shit uh, would be cool to do a Kiss con. uh, 
podcast from the Kiss concert. So that's the thing. We there we could knock out a lot of interviews and stuff yeah. like that, but we would need a driver. We would need like I'm not doing the whole drive to again. This is going to be this is a very just for Boston people episode apparently. Um, Mansfield, their their uh, concert venue, whatever the fuck it's Sucks. called now. It's Xfinity the worst. Center. Yeah, Xfinity Center. It's an amphitheater, and it it doesn't sound great, but it's a nightmare to get to and from parking. No matter where you park, you have to fucking spend a thousand hours trying to get out of there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, can you tailgate there. Um. Yeah. Okay, but maybe we could do like a post thing tailgate. Um, I. Oh, okay. Let's see. It's Saturday, June seventeenth, and it is. Florida, Fifth Harmony, Jason Derulo, Noah Cyrus, not sure who that is, Sabrina Carpenter, not sure who that is, Hey Violet, James Arthur, Moo, AJR, and a special guest performance from Miley Cyrus. What the fuck does that mean? If Miley Cyrus is there, she's headlining those assholes. Yes, yeah, well, she, she, she's Florida. probably, that means that she probably gets away with playing one or two songs. Right, and it's uh, Be Happy That We're There. Oh, yeah. uh, well, it does say, so for 2017 lineup, She's at the top of the list now. Oh, so it goes: Miley Cyrus, Flo Rida, Fifth Harmony, Jason Derulo, Noah Cyrus. Oh my uh, god, this is so insulting to Moo. She is way above this. Moo is on the last. That line. is insane. This is. Hold on. There's one, two, three, four. There's four lines with three apiece. Karen, if you're listening, get the fuck out of this. Back out. This. Back out. Now you have to I'm do this. furious. Moo, also known as Karen, something. I just father John surprised her. I just yeah. Uh, I'm furious now. That is the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard in my life. Fucking Noah Cyrus. Who the fuck is Noah Cyrus, and why is he on the second line? Uh, it's a woman. That's how little we know oh, about. Okay. Her. Oh, that's why we don't know about her. Um, <laughs> she's got a song called "Makes Me" in parentheses cry. That's not how you do the parentheses yeah, thing. What? That's it. Would be. Uh, if makes anything, me cry do... in parentheses because I'm depressed. Right. Or do in parentheses makes me cry. Yes. Kind of do a little thinking of you, parentheses, I drive myself crazy. Yes. Um, I like doing the parentheses thing, by the way, in songs. I just don't like the way that this girl did it. Uh, did Flo Rida do that with, uh, did he do cry? Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if he, let's see, Flo Rida, cry. Do you know that song? No. Oh, that song is awesome. You you really don't know it? I, I, oh, it's I may have heard it. I cry. I cry just a little when I think of letting go. You know that one? No, I don't think so. Um, um, speaking of which, though. Sorry, music... I just uh, chain smokers that song to you. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I understand that reference. Yes. Anybody who listened to last week's episode gets that reference, too. Um, speaking of music, we have a playlist to update. And we have some new revised rules for said playlist. Yes. I'm what excited the about the rules? rules. You forgot about this? We talked about it on Monday before the John Mayer concert. Dude, I've um, been fucking like one hour asleep and have crushed 18, so, 18 packs. New revised rules for the playlist. Um, you can... We're going we're gonna to do three new oh. songs every single week um, instead of two. Yeah. And so we're taking off three songs every week. But also, we can replace a song... By an artist already on the playlist, yes. with another song by that same artist, yeah. So there's there's probably going to be um, artists that are always on the playlist, like designated artists for the playlist. Like Moo is definitely always going to be on yeah. there, um, and there's a b- bunch of other ones. So you know we'll, we'll change those out a little bit 
little bit here and there. Um, but we thought it would be a, a way to switch it up a little bit more, get the playlist turning over uh, a little bit more. Um, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, you can go first. Uh, I'm immediately enacting the uh, swapping out an artist. Nice. Um, I've got at least one of those. Okay. So I'm going to pull off Helpless by John Mayer. Nice. And I'm going to put on In the Blood, which is off um, off the same album. It's off The Search for Everything. Uh, but The Search for Everything, the rest of the songs came out today. And they're fucking awesome. It's Are a they? really good album. Uh, I'm very excited. I was a little worried that he he wasn't going to save some firepower for like the last batch of songs. Yeah. Um, for The Search of Everything. But, man... Like three of the four or five songs that he just put out to finish off the album are fucking awesome. Um, In the Blood is probably my favorite one. I don't know. It's, it's I'm still like pretty fresh. I've listened to each of them like two or three times. But In the Blood is like a really well written song, and it's it's awesome. Uh, so I'm putting that one on and pulling off Helpless, and then I'm gonna put on uh, Ride by ZZ. ZZ Ward featuring Gary Clark Jr. Have you heard wow. that song? ZZ Ward, interesting. Yes. Um, ZZ Ward did something with. I just got. Oh no, I'm thinking of the wrong person. Okay. But go on. Uh, so ride by ZZ Ward and Gary Clark Jr. Uh, okay. And I'm gonna pull off Fast Car. Nice. That version that I put up um, a couple weeks ago. And I'm going to put on Wherever Is Your Heart by. Um, Brandy Carlisle? Yes, yes. I'm yeah. putting on that song. That's a good um, song. Yeah. Putting on that song, pulling off Happy Pills. Oh, ah, fuck you, because I was taking off Happy <laughs> Pills. Happy Pills is a great song, by the way. If you guys haven't listened to that yet, fucking you got until about 4 p.m., because that's when we turn this shit over. And then, uh, last ad, Another Girl, Another Planet by Blink-182, and Pulling Pink and White by Frank oh, Ocean. Oh, that's, uh, that's a dumb fucking thing you did. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, I don't know what to get rid of then. Um, so I, I have, um, oh, I need one more. I gotta get rid of then. So, yeah. So you gotta get rid of two of your own and then one of mine. No, I gotta get rid of two of mine and one of your own. Yes. Uh, well, not necessarily. Uh, yeah. Hold on. That's the way this works. So here's just what I'm fucking doing. Um, what do we have on there for Moo? Final song? There's 3AM and Final Song. But 3AM is technically Charlie XEX. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm fucking ready. Uh, I am going to take off uh, Game For You by St. Lucia. Ah, you bastard. And you've probably noticed there hasn't been a word of Kendrick Lamar talk yet. I've listened to the album one and a half times. It's awesome. It's definitely a fucking rap album, which I was very nervous about because I don't want Kendrick just being some fucking 2017 rapper and doing songs that sound like maybe Future could have a verse on them. 
But he it, did that, but they're all fucking so much better than any of those other songs that I'm okay with it. I listened to like the first half and he, it comes out, it comes in really, really strong. Right. So the, the first few songs in the album, I was like, I think that every, I think that Kendrick is trying to make an album full of control verses. Yes. He's just like, <laughs> I'm just going to carve everybody up this entire fucking time. I will enunciate. And I'm like, Jesus, you're going to fucking kill us all. I will say that I felt like the the goddamn whitest person on, on in the world, the whitest I've ever felt in my life this Ooh. morning That's when uh, everybody was talking about how good the Kendrick album was. And then I just like piped up and chimed in was like, mm, I know everybody's talking about damn, but this John, John Mayer, Mayer album is awesome. Shouts out to John Mayer for uh, making an Instagram thing where it was his own version of the damn album cover. And there was just basically like, we both have new music out today. This guy's going to win. But uh, <laughs> Just uh, just enjoy that. So I'm going to put on XXX featuring... Uh, it says featuring U2. It's featuring Bono. Uh, okay. I, I don't think that The Edge is doing much there. But uh, that's a cool song because it's it's very... It's one of the more Kendrick Lamar songs. It's got a lot of kind of different sections, and it's very herky-jerky. So I'm going to put that on. Hope you guys check that out. Just really hope you listen to the whole album. Uh, I'm going to take off Sedona. No, what? Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I know. I the know. fuck's wrong with you? I know. That dude. was supposed to be one of the fucking designated artists. Right. Well, that's true. Right. It puts us in a tough spot because now if we want to put Hammoth on, we've got to wipe somebody else yes. out. But Hammoth will, don't worry, Hammoth's going to have their, their shine here. Um, so I'm going to take off Sedona and I'm going to put on a personal favorite, Feeling Stronger Every Day by Chicago. I don't think we've discussed this. I'm a huge, huge, huge Chicago fan, and I feel that if people don't like Chicago, it's because they really didn't give them much of a chance. They're kind of seen as this fartsy, uh, I guess, late 60s through 70s band who got all super duper 80s in the 80s doing You're the Inspiration and all that shit, but they've had they've had such a long career, and they're just fucking awesome. I love everything they do. Their lineup now is hilarious because they're the only guys who are actually from the band are a thousand years old and then it's a bunch of 25 year old kids. So that's kind of weird. But in their heyday throughout the seventies and half the eighties, they were fucking awesome. So check out feeling stronger every day. It's a really good song. Uh, I'm going to swap out some Wolfpack here. Okay. I'm going to get rid of Christmas in LA and put on conscious club. Conscious club is the most ridiculous fucking disco song you'll ever hear in your life. And it was made probably three or four years ago. Uh, it's I, This is going to be one of the songs that it'll be on the playlist and we'll start getting tweets about it. Nice. Just trust me. Got a lot of tweets it. about uh, the Francis and the Light song that you put on last yes, week. Go, People yeah. loved it. Yes, that's a great song. Uh, going out, man. I love that song. So uh, Conscious Club, basically, uh, for context on that song, they say the name Joe Dart a few times. That's just the name of the bass player, and the song is basically about how the song has a cool bass line. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do that, and then for Moo, I will get rid of Final Song, and I'm going to put on really a, a very important Moo song to me because it was the first Moo song I ever heard. Jeff Israel hit me up and said, you know, I think you'd like this Moo lady because you like Kesha. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means, but I guess I'll listen to it. And the song is Fire Rides. It's wild. It's a lot more kind of out there than what she's doing now. Now she's kind of doing fun verse, fun hook, dance. And back then she was doing more 
kind of not necessarily rockish, but kind of alternative stuff. So it's a really cool song. So those are the songs. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that old 45s is still on there. Uh, it's, I hope that doesn't go anywhere. I, I, I've had an old 45s renaissance where I'm just you can usually cash me listening to old 45s <laughs> and Chromeo. Have you listened to more Chromeo? I have. Chromeo it's, is so fucking cool. I, I texted you uh, one of the songs I did. I forget what it's called, but it, it's. It's like a direct ripoff of Daft Punk. Oh, yeah. That's all they're going for. Yeah. All they're going for is Daft Punk and Hall Notes. <laughs> and honestly, not a bad place to be. Right. I feel if they haven't hit it big by now, then it's they're never going to happen. Right. Because um, all their stuff is super accessible, super dancey, kind of what the party people want to hear. If you put it on at a club, people are going to dance to it. But if it hasn't really caught on to make them superstars yet, it won't happen. Like Heim but that's, is kind of similar where they're doing shit that's that was maybe done in the last fifteen to thirty years. But and I mean they were they they got really, really big. They're obviously very famous, but there's still another level that I expect them to kind of reach, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's I, I completely with agree with that. Yeah. Um there's Heim news this week too. Oh, yeah. They put up billboards across the world. They put up. Oh, really? Yeah, one of them was in England. Wow! So they're just starting to put up billboards, and they posted a picture of themselves on Instagram yesterday. Ooh! So, uh, and we should point out that these billboards don't say anything. It's just a picture of them that says Heim. So that's a power move. Kind of a cool move because if I had a lot of money and I could just put up any billboard, be like, if I get Heim's permission, could I just put up a picture of Heim? <laughs> That's what I would do if I had a lot of money. Uh, do you think that the next album is just going to be self-titled? I feel like that that that's the move. That actually, yeah. So you think this is maybe the album cover and there's nothing on it? Possibly. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind that. They've got such a cool... Uh, Days Are Gone has such a cool album cover. That yeah, it is. It's awesome. Three girls sitting in lawn chairs. chairs. Yeah, lawn <laughs> chairs just fucking hanging out. I think I like the, I like the self-titled second album move. Yes. Because... You know what that says? That says, you fucking know who we are. Yes, right. It's like, you know what we, it is. We, we put out a first album. It did really well. Yeah. You guys loved it. And now we don't owe you later. a fucking second album name. Yes. It's just from us. Yes. And you're going to listen to it. I like when uh, just any album that isn't their, your first album is self-titled. Jukebox the Ghost's like fifth or sixth album. They're just like, yeah, we're <laughs> just take we've it. already named a bunch take of Take it or leave it. Right. Um. I also like, so it's very common to name your fourth album Four because there have been a lot of iconic fourth albums called Four. I like when, uh, I thought Blues Traveler did this, but apparently I was wrong. I like when bands name albums that are not their fourth album Four. I think that's a fun little move. That is pretty funny. It's basically saying, it's putting all your chips in the middle like this better be our great album because like with led zeppelin and all these different groups people are like oh yeah like four is their their best stuff um ben folds also did that ben folds five trio hilarious yes that is a really really good move such a great move love that um all right uh well we've got a lot uh oh father john misty did a facebook live yesterday how'd that go i didn't watch it it was uh (laughs) It was okay. He just was sitting there in his house, walking around, smoking cigarettes, asking what people wanted him to do. And he was like, uh, people asked him to draw stuff, so he did some of that. And he would just draw the things, hold it up. Someone, he, he asked what he should write songs about. 
So early on, someone said, uh, write a song from a pet to its owner. So he did that, and like the chorus was, it was like, feed me, feed me. Like something about like <laughs> I I need you or something, yeah. and it was just so the, throughout the rest of the Facebook Live, you know how if you have a song stuck in your head, yeah. you just kind of like all yesterday I was listening to "Damn" by Kendrick a lot, so I just kept throughout the day going, "My left stroke just went viral," so that was really <laughs> annoying. So, but throughout the Facebook Live, he would just be drawing stuff, or whatever. He was like, "Feed me." <laughs> so. Uh. Also, side note, uh, Paul Bissonnette apparently uh, agrees with my John Mayer take on the search for everything. That what? I said, uh, I tweeted, so this is in reply to somebody who asked me about it, um, not just like a general tweet. I said, probably his second best album. uh, Wow. He he won't ever top Continuum, and that's okay. Yeah. So that was my take on the search for everything. That's awesome, then. I uh, I like the search for everything more since seeing him do yeah. "You're Gonna Live Forever in Me." Uh, he did that again the other night. He closed with that in Ohio, but it was the day that Charlie Murphy died. So since he was in Ohio, he brought a little guy. They've done some work together. Ever heard of him, Dave Chappelle? And they just came out and they just bullshit for like ten minutes, just telling jokes. Uh, he had Dave Chappelle come over and play a little piano. Dave and, Chappelle's a big John Mayer fan. Yes, they've played together. Yes, like before last, before this week. Right. That's and he was so John Mayer was saying he, he was like Dave Chappelle is a musician who doesn't play any instruments. <laughs> He's like I've jammed with Dave Chappelle until four in the morning, and my friends are like, "What did he do?" And I'm like, "Come to think of it, I don't know, but it was fucking magical." <laughs> A uh, lot of lot of hot, heavy hitting John Mayer fans. Yeah, Tom Brady was at the concert that we were at. I don't know yeah. if we talked about that, but yeah. that happened. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my take on the Mayer album. Okay, kids. Well, we're gonna talk a lot more about Kendrick Lamar on uh, Monday. But first, uh, we need you to enjoy your weekend.